Thanks for clicking. You tuned in to time in with me, Ricardo Lungus. With me, as always, the man with a very new turtle problem, Tommy Crenshaw. How you doing, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how new it is. It's just um, sorry, it was different. It, yeah, it's 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 different. They're getting bigger. Uh, okay, everybody has a bad neighbor. Some of them are like, you know, blasting away, trying to clean the side of the house at ten thirty at night. Uh, something like that where they, I don't know, they have a sugar rush, they're eating Twinkies in bed, and the wife says, get out of here, go do some work. I don't know what they but everybody's got those neighbors like that. I got one, and he feeds hot dogs, feeds hot dogs to the turtles. And anybody that knows me, uh, I never stepped on a turtle in my life about three or four years ago. All of a sudden, I'm stepping on turtles left and right. Neighbors uh, can't figure out why, and the exterminator guy, the guy that, you know, you always got to exterminate out. You know he's a good exterminator if he's got a rat tail. Like that, oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. That's a good sign of a guy that knows his vermin. But uh, but anyway, uh, find out that uh, Teddy across the way has been feeding him hot dogs. So now they're getting bigger and they're getting faster. You ever seen a fast turtle run across the – it's confusing. You have to sit down and take a time out and refigure your whole life. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, that's my new turtle problem. They're faster. So now I'm stepping on them. And uh, I slide for about three or four feet, and I hit the wall the other day. So uh, that's why I look like Rudolph the Red News uh, uh, rain guy. Hey, I, I usually just blame that on the booze. But we got our other friend here, too. Hey, we got we got a man who, uh, who constantly is fighting off locusts, Mr. Anthony North. How you doing, Anthony? Hey, hey thanks, Ricardo. I've, I've been fighting them off for uh, months, it feels like. I don't know. I think, actually, they're just multiplying. I think they're somehow the... I was using this, like, uh, homemade, all-organic mix that I came up with. I, I've been concocting all kinds of stuff lately, but I don't know. It seems like they kind of like it. They just sort of slather themselves around in it. I thought it would kill them, but turns out it uh, just makes them procreate. Uh, so I got a, I got an issue I got to deal with now. I mean, the sound of them... I mean, it's, a, it's some noise stuff i gotta tell you that but uh, i mean but, I, can hear, I can hear the buzzing from the wings and them smacking into the side of your house it's just horrible anthony it's horrible but we're gonna make it through it's gonna be all right yeah it's like watching a usfl game listening to the drone buzzing around the stadium all night long it just never goes away i thought i could like put it on pause or change the channel but it just never stops oh no no definitely definitely doesn't doesn't stop it can't stop because it won't stop the drone noise, which I mean, I, I personally, I like the drone noise. I think it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, personally. But, you know, hey, hey, that's me. I'm kind of weird, though. Hey, hey, hey. So, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, talk about what everybody's talking about, Wimbledon. Oh, Wimbledon, uh, you you stuffy, stuffy fellas. Stuffy peoples. Yeah, by the way, there, uh, fellas, uh, since y'all didn't recognize this, uh, we're doing remote broadcast right now. Ricardo's back in his wine cellar. And Anthony's at a a uh, a two week long Fourth of July celebration. Apparently, nobody wants to save their fireworks to next year. You know, the wife, I mean, they got know. a good deal. They, you know, they they. I mean, they paid for it. They're gonna shoot them. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't quite, uh, uh you know, uh, disagree. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, Fourth of July was, you know, like you know, a couple of days ago. I mean, you know. I think there's a good point you, you didn't realize you brought up there. Wimbledon's going on around the 4th of July. What's that about? 
English trying to say, we're going to have, we're going to have a real celebration bigger than y'all's. We're going to take all your big uh, tennis stars and bring them over here and then tell them what to do. Dad, you can't wear your red, white, and blue, uh, even though that's their colors too. But they don't say it like that. They say it in a different order. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, blue, white, and red, or whatever their silly crown-wearing people. That, uh, that yeah, anyway, all, yeah. it is, all it is is all about the stuffiness, about British imperialism. Yo, yo, we got what? What? what what's the whole thing with uh, the, the Wimbledon? You only wear white. You only get like a little centimeter of color on on your. Yo, if you get more than a centimeter, oh my goodness, you will be asked to change. You may be fine. They may uh, they may take away your good parking pass. Yo, I mean, well, no, it, it, it doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. I'll be a little bit of color. If, if you're a lousy player, you only get like eight millimeters. So you better watch out. I mean, if you're not going to win the match, you better come out there just crispy. Better be crispy white, and if you oh if you better you, crazy oh, oh yeah oh you better have some starch in that the them, them, them uh, uh tennis courts and and, uh, and them all white shorts yeah and, the, and, and your, your, your nice white tennis shoes got starched them up got to make them crisp maybe your socks got to be crisp yeah I mean like like Roger Federer walked out there one day with like orange soles on his shoes and that was a problem. Roger Federer, the god yeah. of Wimbledon, the man who's probably better at grass tennis than anyone who's ever lived, got in trouble for wearing orange soles on Wimbledon's court. I mean, it's grass, yeah. all right. It's a dirty substance. It grows yeah. out of dirt. Uh, you gotta, you, you know, it basically only like works if it rains a lot. Uh, if it doesn't rain, your grass turns brown. It dies. That's what Wimbledon's court usually looks like by the second or third round, anyway. So I think yeah. maybe you can go ahead and fix your lawn. Stop worrying about what color everybody's pants are, their underwear. I mean. So Stop, stop staring at people's underwear first off. I mean, that's, that's personal business. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we're never going to talk about what women got to go through in order to stay all white for a month. Uh, yeah, but, exactly. But we ain't got to talk about that. Yeah, hey, no, but they are talking about that. No, but don't stop it. They, they, are, they are talking about it because that's the thing. I, I think a lot of ladies that they feel like the, the rules there are kind of like not really geared to them because, yeah, so you're, you're, you're a lady. Uh, most tennis players are premenopausal. Uh, they, they probably there's a few that are not. I don't know what they, you know, some of them get early onset, uh, hot flashes at the age of like 26. Uh, uh just that uh, was a girl surely I knew back in the day. But anyway, but I think some of them do. And, uh, but yeah, so they might have an issue where the, the white might show something. And that's the thing. White was supposed to not show sweat back in the day. I mean, you, you, these, all the players complained about it. You don't care about your players. Well, you care about fancy pants. They changed this just a few years ago. And here's the thing about this whole uh, white thing. First off, ignore the fact that it's England. They want to, like, control the whole world like 300 years ago. When people start fighting back, say, no thanks, pal, get out of here. You're too white to control us. We want to have a mixed society. And it feels like they're kind of, I don't know, I feel like there's some subconscious kind of, like, a weird uh, thing going on there. But let me say this. I've been reading something there about, uh, they got these meditation rooms. That at the, the Wimbledon Club. And they try to make this like real like you know inclusive. Hey, you know, take a break, take some time out. You know what they're turning that into? They're turning the shag parties. They they they're getting in there and they're having sex sexual things. They they're smoking pot in the woods next door. They throw them. They're, British people are like feral animals, and you're trying to control the British population. You've seen these people show up there. You're making the players, most of them not British, dress and be all fancy. Look at the fans. They dress like they're going to freaking McDonald's in freaking D- Dubuque, uh, Montana. Some no, that's a bad example. Where's the whitest city in America with fat people? 
What color are so you what, I, I, Yo, I mean, I mean, hey, I love my fat white people. I just want to let everybody know I love all you, you, you chubby uh, Caucasian peoples, especially like in, uh, you know, like like Wisconsin. Just pick a city in Wisconsin. There's yeah. a chubby white person Apple, all around Apple, there. Appleton. That's where. Uh, there we yeah, go. We're yeah. gonna go with Appleton. Yeah. I t- mean, Tony if you Romo. Google, if you Google, maybe the whitest city in uh, United States, that might be one of them. I yeah. don't know. But it's just uh, not white. This, it's, yeah. it's tacky white. There's a lot of good white fat people out there. Uh, you know, Montana fast, great uh, pool player. Uh, but uh, d- 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 yeah. I got to give a quick shout out to uh, out in Plymouth in Wisconsin. Uh, you got to get out to Plymouth. I got my friends out at uh, Fat City Welding. Uh, you oh, know, they, yeah. they put the name on the building. So in case you're just curious what the fattest city is, they got it on the building. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Everybody, let's take a trip. Plymouth, Wisconsin. Shout out. Yeah. Do they wear fanny packs there? That's the thing. We are not being yeah. sponsored. I'm just but saying we're not yeah. being sponsored. Yeah, we're looking yeah, for a sponsor. But it, yeah. So if you're interested, contact us. You can reach us on Twitter. Uh, Ricardo Longus spelled strangely. Uh, you can you can hit me up at Anthony North, Tommy Crenshaw yeah. with a bunch of M's. Three, you can find yeah. us out there. We, we're out there. Yeah, but I, yeah, so I'm sorry. I apologize for British fans out there. I use the word fanny pack. Fanny means the opposite of butt in the U.S. for girls. So it's the front, whatever, the frontal regions. So you can't say fanny pack. But uh, yeah, so what? Uh, yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, so uh, what? What, do, what else, y'all? Y'all think about this women the garbage? I mean, it's garbage. It's just it's, you know, it's like you said. It's, it's the stuffiness. It's about it's the stuffy old school. Hey, yo, it's just like snooker. Yo, I mean, it's just it's all like British imperialism. You, hey, snooker, you gotta make sure you you, you your top buzz. Uh, uh, you can have your top button button, but it can't look like it's some button. Cause if it look like it's a button, you're gonna have to be uh taken out back. You know, if your shirt comes untucked, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you're gonna be taken out back and flogged. Don't wear, don't you dare wear socks with patterns on them. Yeah, oh it, my goodness, explain that yo, yo, part of what snooker yeah. is. Not everybody knows what snooker is. Oh, snooker, snooker's kind of like uh, a pool, like you know, you go out to the pool hall. It's kind of like that, but the table's bigger and and all the balls are red. And, and your, your cue ball, I think, is uh, like black or something like that. It, it's it's yeah, it's kind of weird, but yeah, it, it, it's it's a, it's a fancy fancy pool. If you ask me, it's just like it's like regular pool, but just all fancy and you got dress all nice and whatnot. And I don't I don't want to dress nice to to to, to play pool. I want I want dress you know like I just came up off the street like a homeless bum. You know like you do when you go to the pool hall and just try to look for you know like some cheap beer. And you know, maybe run 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 the tables on some folks. That's what that's what it should be, not the stuffiness. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, not that you know, we go to a snooker hall, and maybe I don't know, if there's a snooker hall. What do you, what do you think, Anthony? Well, uh, I mean, I think it's like the NBA back in the day. Like, let them let them wear what they want. You know, we don't need to be all corporate. I don't like watching exactly. guys walk around in like tight pants and like shiny shoes. I want to see them walk around. You know, like you said. I mean, like you know, like you just woke up. Uh, you saw like some clothes you were wearing last week laying under the bed. You threw them on. You made it just in time to catch the bus, and now you're out here snookering, hustling, winning <laughs> trophies, championships. Uh, you know, playing darts uh, in between games. You know, winning like extra money on the side you know you got to be able to move shake and move shake and move i don't i don't understand at all uh why we're out here dressed up like we're sitting in church for the next 12 hours we're shooting pool i mean drinking beer hanging out with our brits uh, all our friends i mean let's get real britain i think all your rules are trash 
Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think most Britain's rules are trash. I like the British people. I like the bangers and mash, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you right there, Anthony. Yeah, I don't want to see guys that are, like, shooting uh, fake billiards or whatever, the, the, the red balls. They're dressed up like, like I'm going to uh, grab a martini off of the tray and walk around and pick up a, 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 a whatever, a, a pony in the blanket, whatever, the hors d'oeuvres, uh, some pate, whatever, something that came out of a duck's butt. You know, and put her on it. You're walking around. Well, technically, yeah. technically, pate would be goose. But go ahead, Tommy. Go yeah, ahead. I, I did. Well, duck, goose, uh, the, the potato, tomato, whatever. The, so, they, but they're dressed. They're, they're dressed like, you know what? They're, they're dressed like magicians. And, uh, you know, my beef with magicians. Like, I just, uh, get, get out of here, that garbage. I mean, just because. Just because uh, you, you, that one girl you were dating left you for a magician, now you all upset about magicians. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's what happens. It's yeah. just what happens. Yeah, Tommy. Don't, be, don't be, don't be, don't be sore. Don't yeah. be sore about that, Tommy. Did, you know did, I mean, yeah, Jonathan Pendragon. I, I remember that, dead pal. You can go. Uh, d- I, 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 I mean, Anthony dated a magician mm-hmm. one time. I mean, uh, you know, uh, 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 Sheila. I think her name was Sheila. Yeah, yeah. Sheila, uh, Sheila could do some magic. Uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, you know, but uh, she also uh, did a great disappearing act one day. I uh, came home. I was uh, had had sixty roses. I was ready to propose. Got down on one knee. Realized that the only thing she left was a pile of cat poop, uh, and it was out the door. So, sh- uh, shout out to you too, yeah. Sheila. Everybody in the world out here just living their best life, leaving me in the lurch with a bunch of loud procreating locusts. Yeah, page 47, for those of you following along in, in uh, Anthony North's memoir. Uh, it's called Tears and Blood and Pus, or something crazy like that. Get out of here, Anthony, with your your sad sob stories now. I mean, I've had enough of you mocking me sometimes, Tommy. I got to tell you that. I mean, I got some, I, I, I know some things. And, you know, I, I don't think anybody on the air wants to hear about them uh, right now because, you know, this, well, this show might last for 60 years. Yeah. Just go to your Audible account and click on Desperation category, and you'll find it there. You'll find him reading it through a glass of scotch and a bowl of tears. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, but. Uh, I'm gonna move on to golf because golf, they they got uh, not quite like Wimbledon stuff. They're not wearing whites and stuff like that. But they you gotta have a collar shirt. You gotta have a, a pants or or a nice short sometimes. With you gotta have four pockets. You know you gotta have a hat, like the right shoe. You can't wear like nails in your shoes like they did back in the day in Scotland. You can't like ride a sheep like into like that was considered appropriate. Because, you know, Scotland, it was uh, sheep made the golf course of some yeah, reason. That was, yeah, that was with the bunkers. You could bounce one off the top of the head of a sheep. You ever hit a sheep with like a like a rolling pin, like in the top of the head? Just curious how thick the skull is. Uh, I'm not saying you do uh, that. I mean, that, I, yeah. don't, I, don't, I don't abuse sheep, Tommy. I mean, yeah. I just, you know, I, I look at them. You know, I, you know, sometimes somebody will, you know, share them and make me a nice sweater yeah. or whatnot uh, of them. Sometimes they, you know, sometimes they get, you know, I might have some, some, some lamb. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, some, some, you know, lamb chops or something like that. You know, if I'm, yeah, if I'm just okay. in Scotland, I'll get some haggis. You know, I mean, you know, but yeah, you test it out next go. time you're, you're, you're on a you're golf course of sheep, take a pigeon wedge, hit that one on the top of the head. I'm not going, you know I'm what not they going sound to sheep, Tommy. But you know, I'm not going you know, to you know, the sound, you know what the sound they make? They go back. 
That's what, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't recommend you do that. I heard that people do it in Scotland. But yeah, we're, try, dr- uh, we're, yeah. Tra- we're talking about dress people code. with their stupid, stupid dress codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're talking about assaulting sheep, Tommy. What, what, what is this? Yeah, yeah. He's just curious if a sheep's head is a, a rubber or not. And I tell you what, I don't think it is. I think if you hit it, nothing will bounce off of it. It might just crack it. I mean, I think it's about how that works. Uh, but let's get back on topic here. So if, we, if we're going to talk about dress code and rules that got it, that are ridiculous, I'm, I'm going to talk about one in particular. Uh, and that was in 2012, going back a few, you know, a few years. Uh, the European Chess Union, all right, yeah, had to create sport. a rule about women's shirts. All right. So, I mean, if you're watching chess, what are you, what are you really watching here? I mean, you're, you're watching the physique, right? You're looking at who's the most, uh, skilled, strong, exactly. quick, uh, you know, uh, witted, uh, individual. You're not supposed to be staring down a woman's shirt, but that's apparently what everybody yeah. was doing back in 2012. I, I don't remember those years too well myself, but yeah. if you look at, if you're looking at women's shirts, that's a, that's a problem for you, I think. Uh, but they had to come up with a rule that women couldn't have anything beyond the second button from the top unbuttoned because somebody may see what is underneath the shirt which is a surprise to all of us uh complete shock uh you know what what's under a woman's shirt yeah so that so come on i mean is there a dumber rule than that i think all they gotta do is put a bigger space between the buttons that's an easy one to solve there pal i mean come on you just gotta put like off like five inch space buttons yeah two buttons go all the way down the the belly maybe they got a molson mound you want to see some girl's got a cute little uh, go ahead uh, all, all I'm saying is that you you're you're playing chess, and what 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 is close to 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 chess Jeez. is chests, yeah. and, and you you make a rule about taking your eyes away from the chest, and, and we're talking about chess, and, and and I think it's a dumb thing all the way around. Yeah. Everything's everything yeah. about it is dumb. But they were even, and, they were getting harassed by the robot. They, you know, they play the robot. The robot was saying dirty. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. You know, they play the robots now. You know, well, I mean, they, yeah. you know, they they come out with those things every once in a while when the robot comes in there. Yeah. What about the robot dress code? What if, what if it has the wires all over the place and stuff like that? You know, you got your wires all wibbly wobbly out there. They got to yeah. make sure that they got to make because you know, you know, they'll they'll disqualify for some reason. I don't know why they'll they'll figure out a way. Yo, yeah. Uh-uh. But well, you know, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah, please, Yo, please the, do. The biggest takeaways you need to know about this episode are Wimbledon, your dress code is dumb. Yeah, Wimbledon's with a D, not a T. Uh, 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 Snooker, your dress code is dumb. We must escape British imperialism. Stop looking at the women's chest and buy Anthony's book. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking. You're tuned in to Time In with me, Ricardo Lungus. With me, as always, is Anthony North and Tommy Crenshaw of TTFN. 